Ah, hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Woo! Today on episode 248, I was very lucky, privileged to have, oh, Kia uh, Gibson on the podcast. He is, (laughs) he is an up-and-coming entrepreneur uh, who has found great success with Airbnb and basically uh, social media as well. For example, this guy has got over 280,000 followers on TikTok, uh, over 240,000 followers on like Facebook. And yeah, he's only just started his uh, YouTube channel not so long ago, but he's pushing well over 6,000 uh, followers on uh, YouTube as well. We talked about many things. We talked about how he got started with uh, Airbnb, uh, how he got basically started in the realm of sales. And yeah, what he wants to do in the future as well. All in all, I've got to say it was a delight to chat to him and to get some insights into how he sees the entrepreneurial world. Uh, So sit back, relax, and enjoy, my friends. Okay, I love it. Let's keep watching. Peace. Hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Day In, Day Out podcast. Woo! Today on episode 248. Now, let's just say when we were trying to do this before, there was one hell of a lot of technical difficulties going on. But no, today we're going to get this down. I got Kai uh, Gibson on the podcast. Nickname, yes, the billion dollar boy. Ah, all I've got to say mm-hmm. is this man is uh, how, how, he is trying to forge a way in the old social media in the realm of entrepreneurships. Let's just let me just give you some quick numbers here on TikTok. <laughs> over 281,000 people following him on, yeah. On Facebook, 240,000 people. And yeah, he is thinking <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, it can only go up from there. And like, yeah, well, over 6,500 people on YouTube. But for what he tells me, he's just getting into the game. God knows how far he's going to go, but I'm sure it's going to be far. How are you today, mm-hmm. sir? I'm doing good. I'm uh, feeling pumped. I'm feeling real pumped. I'm feeling good. Ah, yes. I'm glad you mm-hmm. are. Uh, happy Saturday to you, by the way. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Like, yes, I'm going to ask the question, which I asked last time we spoke, but yeah, the internet gods were against us, but they're with us today. Like, yeah. how, how did you get your start with it all? Uh, so, uh, how I got started with where I'm at basically now is first of all, when I got in high school, uh, I'll start from high school. I was leaving out of high school. Mm. And while I was leaving out of high school, I didn't, I, I, I didn't really excel academically. I didn't excel academically. So I didn't have like avenues to go when it comes to colleges, even though I wanted the experience, I wanted the experience of college, but it was just more like, you know, I had to ask myself, like, is this something I really want to push towards? You know what I mean? And apply for, you know, to be able to go to these colleges and all I want is the experience. You know what I mean? What would I really gain? Uh, 
and you know, from there I couldn't, I, I didn't have a choice. You know what I mean? So what I wanted to do after school, the only option I really had was the military because in my thought that would have made my, I feel like my family proud, you know, that would have made my family proud if I would have ended up going to the army. So that's what I tried to do the first time, uh, failed the test twice. Okay. Failed that ASVAB twice. Yeah. After that, I was kind of like, you know, <clears throat> what am I going to do? You know, uh, I was a lifeguard at the time and, you know, I'm just thinking like bigger ahead. Like, what am I actually, what do I, what do I plan to do years down the line? Yeah. And uh, just all of a sudden a guy ended up calling my mom and got in touch with her and was like, Hey, we heard that your son can, you know, talk a little bit. Uh, we want to get him here to talk to him. And what happened was they were a roofing sales company. Right. And this is what really, I feel like changed my life really was the peak of everything, you know, of what made me. And how I carried myself, how I talked, and everything like that. Uh, I got there to the uh, roofing company. They sent me down. They showed me the numbers. Uh, pretty much after that, the big difference that I noticed with going into the roofing company is it's, it, 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 it's just like anything. You go through it and you learn it. Mm-hmm. And as you learn it, it becomes a skill. And, you know, I just excel with that skill. I took that skill and you know, I gravitated towards it. But to be to be a little bit descriptive, I want to be more descriptive on this real quick. Please do. When they first, when I first got onto the company, all right, um, they showed me the numbers. They were showing me everything. You know what I mean? They were showing me everything, but of course, I didn't get it automatically. And it was like it took me a month. Now, at the time, I like I said, I was a lifeguard getting paid twelve dollars an hour. That may sound like somewhat of a lot to some people. But when you're getting paid twelve dollars an hour and only working three days out of the weekends, you're only working the weekends and four hours. It's not that much. My paycheck was probably about like two hundred and eighty dollars after insurance and et cetera hits it right. Uh, so as a salesperson, I had to go knock on door to door, and that was commission based only. Like I said, this is what really changed my life. I, I feel like this is the the peak. This is why I wanted to get it correct. Uh, but yeah. For a whole month, I knocked on doors. I learned how to, uh, I learned about roofs because, of course, I was young. I was 18 years old. I had to know what I was talking about going to these people, talking to them about their roof. You know, and you got older people that I'm talking to. I got to know what, I, I got to really know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I got to know more than all these other people. So uh, at least that's how I felt. And within a month, I made my first $1,200 check. And that $1,200 check, literally was more than all my lifeguard chicks combined within a month's man. And this, you know, I, this is something I got in one check, you know, uh, and immediately after that, I quit my job. I quit my job because I saw that I can, I can do this, mm. you know, no matter how scary it, it would get, you know, uh, at the time I was just like, yeah, all right, this is what I can do. I can do this. Yeah, no, I hear that because like, this is the thing, like, okay, people who don't know, don't know but when you're doing sales it is a hard gig by itself now the whole thing is when people are like on you're doing sales you're getting a paycheck yeah that's one thing you've got that sort of element of security you know what i mean but when you're just doing commission only 
Ooh, that is a whole lot of different pressure. Uh, just yeah. like going, if you're not getting that sale in, you are, well, look, you go, oh, people go, oh, $12 an hour, three days a week. It's not a lot of money, but it's still a little bit of money uh, when you've got no money if night sales don't come through, you know? Yeah, and see, one thing, one thing with, I didn't mean to cut you off, but one thing with sales that I really found unique is that the simple fact you learn how to carry, you have to carry yourself as a business. Mm. You you come in, you knocking at somebody's door, you don't know them at all, and you have to build a relationship with them and get them to trust you. You yeah. know, you have to get them to honestly trust you, a person they really don't know. So, you know, that, you know, I just feel like you have to, and then on top of that, you're responsible. This is what I was talking about last time uh, when we had hopped on. It's very, it's very important that some people go on to small companies. Like if I was to just anybody, I would suggest anybody go to a small, if you're starting off in any in, in industry, I would suggest go to a small company and look at that business. Whatever industry you want to be into, go into that small business area. Because one thing you'll learn in a small business, you will learn everything, how everything operates. In a big business, in a big corporation company, you're not learning anything. You're learning exactly the position that they tell you to do, mm-hmm. pretty much. And in a small company, especially like a roofing company or something like that, you're learning everything because it's a lot of responsibility on you. You know what I mean? You have to handle... Uh, you have to handle uh, going up to these customers, knocking on their door. You have to deal with keeping up with all these customers. You have to deal with meeting the insurance company back to the people places, getting a a a thirteen thousand dollar check from them. You know, it's a lot of stuff that's involved that's like real scary. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah. No, but like this is the thing. One of the things. Okay. One of the things what always intrigues me, especially with someone like with your situation. Now, you were a lifeguard. There were sort of like key things you learned there. But what was the like apart from the sort of getting that first thirteen hundred dollar check, which was more than the sum of all your other checks? What was the real sort? Was there another sort of key moment where you went, "Oh, there"? Like, what was? A, a epiphanal moment. A life uh, so the, the it was really the the uh, we had something called the contingency, right? Mm. The contingency is a contract. That was the most important thing to me. I felt like because when I first got into roofing and sales, that was the main thing they put emphasis on. Like you get this contract signed by the customer, yeah. that's basically obligating us to say, "Hey, listen, we are their roofing company." You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, my first time going up to like I was I was in training. I was in training, but I was doing better. I don't want to say better, but I was doing I was doing. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on now. Come on. Don't don't. I was doing very good. And it's just some. Yeah, I was doing good. And what happened was I was going door to door, literally knocking. I'm talking about people will say no. Okay, cool. Next door. That's the I knew that sales is like a numbers numbers game, right? So when I got my first contract signed by an older lady, uh, I remember I had I had it signed and I didn't know all the information. So I got the person that was with me to go ahead and finish everything out, you know. Uh, and that was pretty much the moment where I knew, like, hey, I just kind of 
came up to the situation myself. I handled it. I let them know, you know, all the information they needed to know right then and there, enable for me to just get on their roof and inspect it for them. You know what I mean? And I just said, basically, I did it myself. I, 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 of course, I came and asked him to come and help me afterwards, but I'm thinking more. I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like, I'm, I, I, maybe I can go ahead and do this by myself now. You know what I mean? Maybe I can do this. That's what really pushed me because when we were in training, you only got five percent. You only got five percent of what you what you what you caught. You know what I mean? What you call in commissions? You only got five percent. If you did it yourself, you got ten percent. You know. So that really motivated me. And uh yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing that really motivated me to be an entrepreneur. Like I said, because where I'm at now, I forgot that I be talking a lot. <laughs> that's why, that's why. Uh so how I got to where I'm at basically now, I left that roofing company uh probably three years, three years with being them or with them, and I left on to an inspection company. Uh, and where I inspected for big insurance companies and I would inspect like the tall and steep, you know, apartment buildings, yeah. uh, all type of steep stuff that insurance companies didn't want to get on. Okay. And uh, I was with them for two years. And while I was with them for two years, like I said, I still get, I, I, in every, in every business that I, that I get into, it's like, I carry myself very well. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not just saying it myself. I hear it from people too sometimes. You know what I mean? So uh, as an inspector, I had to still greet homeowners and et cetera. And, you know, just during the period of time of that two years, I ended up realizing more and more that like, hey, I'm using my skill to the best I can, but like, what are they really rewarding me? You know, like that, like, like, what am I, uh, that, that was my mindset. Like, what am I, really getting rewarded for what I'm doing. You know, like if I, if I end up, if, if I put 10 more, you probably won't understand this, but a tarp is something that I put over a hole, right? I know what uh, a tarp is. It's yeah. out of roof. Yeah. So if I put 10 more tarps on a hole, right? If I put 10 more tops on a hole, will I get paid more than me putting one tarp on there? No, I wouldn't because it's just a base, it's, it's their base pay. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, if I have to work harder all I want to, but it's not going to increase my pay. My my In sales, the difference was I control my pay. I can go knock on the door, and if I made $1,500 off one house, I have the decision to say, well, listen, Kai, I can get comfortable now, or I can keep on going. Mm-hmm. It's based off me. Uh, with them, it was based off me. So uh, I realized I was a number. They end up firing me two uh two years after being with the company for no reason at all they i still don't have the reason why they fired me at all mm-hmm. uh i'm i don't want to say the reasons why i own exactly own i think they fired me for racial reasons uh honestly I, i'm just i'm just say that i'm just say it just like that i'm gonna tell you how it is because that's how i honestly feel i i i was probably the third or probably fourth, fourth black person within the company. Uh, I know for a fact out of 500, out of probably 560 guys. So uh, I, I just, like I said, I, I just honestly felt that they couldn't give me a reason on exactly why and I wasn't a bad inspector. So bam, they fired me. The best decision I had ever made was that I had invested into an Airbnb. I had decided to get an Airbnb because I had always been an investor. So I was investing in cars before that went down. 
and I decided to get out of that. And once I got out of that, like I said, uh, they fired me and I was kind of at the period like, where do I, what do I need to invest my money? You know, uh, but this was a little bit before the period they fired me. I put it into one Airbnb and like the Airbnb slowly started making money. Now it didn't make me richer. It didn't make me wealthy. It didn't even make me any like money like that to be able to even really spend, you know, go out and spend. But uh, what happened was I got fired and that's what changed everything. When I got fired, I had that one Airbnb and with that one Airbnb, I had the decision. I said, Hey, listen, I had this one Airbnb and with this one Airbnb, I'm generating at least 2,500 to 3000 a month off the Airbnb. And I said, well, if this is one Airbnb, I may, I, I may not have all the money just to be able to go move to another Airbnb. But my mind thought was, okay, either I can go to another roofing company or another inspection company because I'm a good inspector yeah. and I have, I have good seniority. You know, I've been with around roofing for about six years, you know, so I can go to another roofing company, but in my mind, I was saying, hey, listen, either you're going to be another number again at another company and make somebody else's company rise, or either you're going to make yourself rise. You're going to make your own company rise, right? And I said, I have the capability to do that because I did it before for other people's company, you know? So I didn't question myself, and I said, this is what I'm about to get ready to do. I took, because I can't bottle it up all in one. Remember when we were talking about people that I listened to when you asked that I get inspired by certain people? Yeah. Well, these people that I listen to a lot and I've been listening to forever, probably about six years since I was a salesperson because it helped me as a salesperson. Those people that I listen to, all those were combined inside my head. The simple fact, everything that I say now today is what I've learned, right? Everything that I tell people and teach people is what I personally learned throughout the six years of me just going throughout these other people content and grabbing what they're saying. You get what I'm saying? And uh, I feel like that's at that moment when they fired me, I said, hey, listen, I know for a fact the only how that I got to know what industry I'm in, right? And the industry I'm in right now is Airbnb, right? How can I, this, this was my avenue, how can I blow myself up? If this makes very sense. How can I blow myself up within this industry? Also finding what not only blowing myself up marketing wise, but also finding the strategies to get another Airbnb, thinking on how to get another Airbnb. Because if I think about how to get another Airbnb, that's more content. That's more things to talk about. That's more success. That's more things people want to know how to get to. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was my whole mindset. And when I had my first Airbnb, that's the decision I made. And from then on, I literally documented everything from the good to the bad. My five mistakes when I first started my Airbnb were really what guests, uh, the main problems guests have when they come in. I documented everything from the first. Most people wouldn't even know I had one Airbnb at the time because I was documenting so much and I was saying so much on everything that was going on with my Airbnb. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I moved on to the second one and it was just like, you know, uh, from there, I hear you. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I'm gonna uh -huh. slow you down because you are going yeah, out and you're not. No, no, no. Because like this is the thing. Okay, look, I like I love the story you like you're telling. 
I love the fact that you like, you know what I mean? You've got to get up and go to like, yeah, do commission only sales, then basically get promoted, get into the realm of inspecting, get then basically, yeah, you keep going, unfortunately, down to like you got like fired from your job, but you had the foresight to start your own Airbnb, which was making between two and a half to three thousand dollars a month, which is like fantastic. And then basically, well, that was during the up season at that time. That was during yeah. the up season. Yeah, but like the whole thing is like, I when you hear that, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, great, right? That's yeah. good. That's all cool. And like, you get people excited about it. But I'm curious, like, because like bring you back to when you like got your first $1,300 check, how many doors, how many places did you have to go to before you got that check in? Was it one place? Did you get ultra lucky? Or like, was it a number of places before you got that check? Uh, there was a number of places. It was definitely a number of places. Uh, what was that number? Do you know? Uh, uh, a crazy amount, a crazy amount. I feel like uh, when you, when you haven't, when you first started, and you haven't got anything, it's like you so much fishing after something like you want some type of. And then, like I said, that's that that little thing that comes with a small company. Right. You want to be acknowledged. Mm. That's one thing I will always carry throughout any company I ever start is acknowledgement because I realized how big it was within a small company. Right. Uh, and that's something I wanted too. you know what I mean? Uh, some people don't get acknowledgement all the time, not throughout their life. You know what I mean? I didn't have that much acknowledgement through my life, right? So I felt like within this company, like the, it was a group of probably 12 sales uh, salespeople and I was part of the salespeople. I had the opportunity to be able to have some type of significance somewhere, right? Now, like the reason why I'm asking you for like a specific number is because look, there, are gonna be, there might be a number of young people who watch this and they like they kind of like it's one of those things where you've been on the journey you know how hard that's been and you've documented a number of things but they don't actually like they see the with social media much of the time it's the highlight reel if you get what i mean and they yeah. don't actually like go okay yeah you had to knock at 10 people's houses no 20 people's houses 100 people's houses before that sale comes in and like so, so they get somewhat some of the weight of the journey if you get what i mean well i would say probably at least probably about 175 doors probably at least about 175 doors because it uh i'm not the person that gets everything off the you know what i mean and i wasn't you know off the just off the rip i just wasn't very comfortable with just talking to people automatic people i didn't know were knocking on their door i just felt you know what i mean so at times when i first started off you got to really get used to things you know what i mean that's why i feel like i had to get comfortable with it you know what i mean i had to make myself uncomfortable to get myself comfortable you know what i mean yeah so yeah. but yeah i feel like that's the best thing 175 dollars might sound like a lot but when a lot of people saying no to you it goes by fast <laughs> yeah absolutely because yeah. Like, this is the thing like too many like i would say and like the reason why I say this is because too many people out there at this present time, they kind of see like the, they see the, the joy, the victory march most of the time. Like they see the parade, but they don't actually see the damn work what goes behind that. Because look, 175 doors 
to make like $1,300, right? There'll be many a person who will be like, hell no. That, like, you know what I mean? And going around, <laughs> like, yeah, going around 175, like, homes, that's not a day's work. It's, in, it's nigh on impossible to do that. It's not two days' work. It's not three days' work. It's like a week, two weeks, three weeks, uh-huh. a month to get that one, that one solitary yes. And people don't understand that what the work required, if you want to be in this game of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. It's hard hustle. It's not like, hey, it's like, let me just like show up for like one game of the season. It's yeah, pre-season. And see, really, if you took that 175, 175 doors, see, it might sound like a lot to somebody, but if you take 175 doors and, you know, you, you, it, you taking it 30 days, you yeah. know what I mean? 30 days, each one of those days, like that's a, that's, that's a very low amount really what you're doing you know what i mean because when i say sales is really a numbers game you know what i mean you're gonna you're gonna get 10 people that say no to you gonna i mean you're gonna get nine people to say no to you and one person to say yeah mm-hmm. you know but that one person is your 1200 you get what i mean that's what i realized with getting my first 1200 check is that not that i went through 75 175 doors it's just that it took me one person to get 1200 that was off one house you yeah. know what i mean so that was major to me Absolutely, but it took a long, it took a lot of work to get to that one person. Yeah, Definitely, I had to learn it. I had to learn and get it as a skill, and and really know how to like, like I said, talk it. You know, I had to get it. I had to understand the lingo that you know that people were saying, and it's just you know, I I, I added my own way within to it. You know what I mean? Mm. No, no, that's great. I love it because like, this is the thing, like, it's a case of you worked hard to get to that one sale. And like, this is the thing, like not being a one-off yeah, you were successful enough to, yeah, gain a foothold, get promotion, and then basically be able to switch to a new company and then raise the funds to get your first initial Airbnb. Like, yes, how long exactly. did, yeah. How long did it take you to get those funds together to get that Airbnb? Uh, it didn't take me a long time. Like I said, I was already like a entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was, when I say I was pretty much well off, I was, I was pretty good. I was pretty good because I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year as an inspector because, you know, I was, I was, this is why I don't get, I was favored by one person in the company, which really controlled really control my area and where I go. You know what I mean? So uh, they made sure that I, I I made a lot of money. You know what I mean? And with that company, you have your down times, but I knew during the times of March when, the, when everything shoots off mm-hmm. that, hey, I was already in the cars. That was the problem right there. You, <laughs> you probably wonder where $100,000 go. Like you should have probably like... <laughs> 50 Airbnbs or something, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, throughout that period, I was spending money on cars. I was flipping cars first. I was going into the auction, mm-hmm. getting the car for cheap, and then reselling the car, right? And I would resell them literally off, off Facebook, and I would get probably like $1,500 profit, sometimes 200 I mean, uh, 1200 I would get big big commission sometime, and I would be like, this is, the, I, can, I can do this. But the only problem with the car industry is it's so up and down 
And then when the economy is affected, the car industry is really affected. You know what I mean? So um, that's what really I feel like happened when that PPP loan and everything came out. I stopped cars completely because it, it got to a point to where a 2004 Honda was going for like 5,000, 6,000, where it usually will go around like 2,200, 2,600. Yeah. So 50% mark. <laughs> yeah. Cause we got everybody wanting to bid because they got money. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, at that point, it's not the value of the car. It's, it's who wants the car. Mm. And that's not good for business. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what happened with the uh, the cars. And then after after I realized that, hey, I'm not going to do successful in, in cars, I quit that. And I said, okay, what's the next avenue? And I knew I had another check coming up from uh, Ladder Now. And I had already had some money saved for my cars because yeah. – some some cars, if this makes sense, it's gonna sound so terrible. All my cars that uh basically would had went bad that I had spent a lot of money on. I probably some cars I probably spent four thousand on. Some cars I probably spent three thousand on. Mm-hmm. Transmission bad, motor bad. As soon as I get them out the auction, right? That's three thousand dollars going down the drain. So I took three other cars and I basically uh had to give them to the junkyard for five hundred dollars, and that's what I had in my account at the time, right? Just $1,500. And I'm like, okay, I knew I wanted to head to the Airbnb. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend my next, all my, uh, my inspector check and spend it on this Airbnb. You know what I mean? Because what, you know, I, I honestly didn't see what, what can I honestly lose? I didn't see me losing my job then. Mm-hmm. So I really was like, okay, <laughs> what can go wrong? I'm going to get another check next week or something. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. I took all that money, I invested it into the Airbnb, got everything done within a week. And uh, yeah, everything was doing pretty much good for like two two months. And then fired. Yeah. No, and like, this is the thing. Like, look, I think, you know, when they there's the old saying, yeah, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would say this, like the vast majority of people, including myself, are like basically like, yes, job, that is the one basket. Like, don't get me wrong, I put some aside to save, like, save money in case uh, a rainy day comes uh-huh. by. I've got, uh, I've got a month or two of breathing room, but there are people who don't even have that. And believe you me, it can change in an instant. And luckily for you, you made the investment with that check to like buy your, like, you know what I mean? Get your Airbnb, which was bringing in like some form of income. Like even- Yeah, it was like- bringing in passive income. That was the major thing to me. That was the major thing to me. So that, that which you better say? I was about to say like when, with that money, what it was bringing in at the high time, was that, profit of two and a half to three grand or was that like you know yeah that was actually profit that's why i said it was that it, it, it surprised me uh and it, it made me learn a lot about single family homes you know and what the capability of them is how to work it mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you know most people don't know that airbnb is a search engine you know what i mean they, they you know I can't just go take a location and then place it on Airbnb anymore and let Airbnb do the work. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to do work and analyze the deal and be able to make sure that your location stays up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stays up to, into par. 
And uh, it's a lot of things that go into that now that I've learned, you know, with my location, just simply because of certain reasons. I might have been my my location might have been doing bad for one month. Right. Mm. Uh, like it was doing bad, I think, in November or something like that. And I'm wondering, hey, I'm thinking of ideas on how I can do better. How can I increase my my volume or how can I increase my book booking rate? Right. Yeah. And I, of course, I'm doing my research. I'm doing everything I can to be able to find a solution. And then I find it. Right. Once I found it and I applied it and I found it worked, guess what I did? Boom. Bust out a video about it. Right? That's 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 that that was all that whole because I, I try to get and most people think I probably put my videos out for them. In reality, I'm doing it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I'm doing it for them, but I'm in reality, I'm also doing it for me too, because it really honestly helps me get a better understanding on a lot of things that I that I that I do and that I speak about, right? If I didn't get these things out that I spoke about, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I could explain it or nothing. I see. So you're being quite sneaky by providing yourself with a video notebook, uh, so which you can refer back to on a regular basis. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, he's not out here helping you. He's just like about himself. Yourself, a bastard. Uh, <laughs> no, but like this is the thing. Like with look, having like having a sales skill set, I think is incredibly important, especially in the realm of entrepreneurship. But I would say the best superpower to have in this in the game of entrepreneurship is being able to adapt and change as quickly as possible, like in an instant. Like, what would you say have been one or two of the major skills you've picked up, like, since going from, like, being jobless, like, Airbnb owner uh, of multiple places now, to present day? Uh, I would say definitely um, learning. Learning, like, more than ever right now, because... I have people now that are looking up to me and I have people that are watching me Mm. and, you know, in order for them to be successful, I have to be successful too. I have to be able to, you know, be that person that like, I feel like that sacrificial lamb right now, uh, especially for my, my, my subscribers, you know what I mean? Uh, That watch me and, you know, are trying to build their business or trying to go in the avenue of uh, Airbnb or anything like that. And uh, another thing I would say is marketing, right? Marketing is one thing that I feel like I wish I had knew even when I was a salesperson now, because I would go back and do things different if I was a salesperson. And I would, I, I would, I would do, I would do so many things different now that I was a salesman, because when I was a salesperson, at first I was a great salesperson. I knocked on people's doors. I gave them the pitch. I sold a lot of roofs, but who really knew that Kai sold roofs at that time, right? Nobody really knew. I, like I said, my local town maybe had knew me, right? My local town maybe had knew me, but in what I know now, I would have made sure the whole world knew me, right? I would have made sure the whole world knew that Kai was out doing roofs. Why? Because first of all, I would have been getting a whole bunch of calls throughout the line, even if we wasn't the best roofing company in the world, 
right? Even if we want the best roof company in the world, my name is what pops up in your head the first time you think of a, of a roof, mm-hmm. right? And that's my whole goal. You see somebody so much that the first time you think of a roof or the first time you think of a podcast or the first time you think of a basketball player, that pops in your head, right? Uh, and that's what I feel like I've, I've definitely learned with marketing. And I'm about to agree to take it to another level. Uh, I feel like somewhere down the line within hopefully this year or next year, I'm going to get like a, a good little staff together uh, because I don't know everything. I don't. I know I don't know everything, but I can piece the pieces together to be able to make one whole, one whole pure team that is able to do everything that is needed to help another company out. Because mm-hmm. that's why I ultimately feel like I'll end up doing is uh, ultimately businesses that are not that are doing average or that are, uh, you know. They could be doing average. They could be doing great. They could be doing excellent. It doesn't matter. Anything, anything that's better can be done better. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I said that wrong, but <laughs> you know what I mean when I say that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I would take those companies and whatever they're going through, and we would literally come through with the team. I personally know about marketing a lot, right? Like I said, that would be something I would be very niched on within looking at somebody's company, right? I will make sure that they have all their marketing things in order, but it's a lot of other things that uh, that are needed. You know, I, I know how to sell too, but you know, things got to be pieced out. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I would need a, uh, somebody that is just as good as me or better than me in uh, uh, on my team. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's, it's just gonna be crazy. You know, uh, it's gonna be. With businesses that are not just doing well, we're going to help them explode, hopefully, like 80 percent, 75 percent, because it's possible. It's, it's very possible, you know, uh, but nobody can ever tell me it's not possible because I've, I've did it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And like, this is the thing. I love I love what you said there. And like, but I got to push back on one thing. Right. With mm-hmm. regards to the knowledge you're putting out there, you're not a sacrificial lamb. Like, basically, you've got to look at uh, the way I see it. You are mm-hmm. a you're you're turning yourself into a leader and a mentor uh, to basically people who will come after you. You're helping them find that path. So like when you go sacrificial lamb, it's like you're just being led to slaughter for no okay, yeah, yeah, it's just like so like, yeah. So like with that, I got to go, no, 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 no. You're okay. a leader. You're turning yourself into a leader and a mentor for people who are going to come after you. And like with yes. uh, one of the hardest things to do is actually building a team. It is essential for anyone, I would say, in the realm of entrepreneurship to get to that next level, to go beyond their some of their parts, to have that team, to have that crew of people. Because, yeah, it's all fine and good if you like, oh, yeah, it's just me. I'm, I'm turning over like 50K, 60K, 100K, whatever yeah. the number, million, a billion, whatever. But we all get 24 hours in a day, less than that when you take an account of sleep. But if you can times that by two, three, four people who are on your team, all pushing like with different skill sets, complementing mm-hmm. each other. Wow. It's amazing. Look, yeah. You name one 
like amazing, iconic sporting team through history, they might have one star player, but when you really deep, dig down deep, it's not just down to that one player. It's about the rest mm-hmm. of the team, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I understand that. Yeah. But like, this is the thing with regards to like the next step for yourself, building that team, have like, is there anyone you might be looking at amongst your peers uh, stuff like that with, you don't need to say their name because like, just in case you got, yeah, nah, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am looking, see, TikTok is such a big platform mm. and not too many people know, like, like so, so many people disregard TikTok when, in reality, it's gonna be forced in a minute. You know what I mean? Just like, just like the phone was for the the. There's no longer a flip phone. Well, there's flip phones out here, but uh, you pretty much majority of people got forced to go to what we're on right now. Well, yeah. I'm on I'm on my phone, right? So I feel like TikTok is gonna be that type of platform where people are not accepting it right now, but slowly everybody's gonna eventually. It's gonna be a needed source. Mm. Uh, but the whole thing is with TikTok is that you can interact with other business people, right? You can see exactly what's going on. People can view me and see exactly what industry I'm in. So it's easy for me to just go through TikTok and see, hey, listen, uh, I'm, I'm marketing right now. What else components would I need inside to build a business, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm saying a business, I'm saying all coordinates of a business. Like, you know what I mean? Because you have all type of different businesses out here. But at the end of the day, they are all pieced the same way. Like they are all pieced the same way. Accountants, it has to have the same type of people within the business, right? So I feel like those people that would, now it's not going to be an accountant technically needed inside of growing somebody else's company unless that, you know, unless they need one or something like that. But the like I said, the components that I would need from, you know, people looking at is, like I said, it's going to be another marketing person also. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a salesperson. So a person that is in sales right now, I know I'm looking at one person right now that's in network marketing and they really, they're, 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 they're doing real good. At, they're not even known like that right now, but they're just good. At, I see they're consistent at posting content, you know, and that's what, that's what I need. You know what I mean? Because, Ultimately, we can be the biggest marketing company out here in the world if we able, if especially we combine all our, uh, you know, if we, if we got ideas going on every day with us um, oh, or, you know, once a week, it doesn't matter. You know, Amazon has people sit down every day, a group of literally people that sit down every day and think of thoughts on how to increase, you know, profits. Right. But uh, yeah, I just feel like, yeah. That's that's going to be my main factor: sales, marketing. Of uh, also, it's going to be somewhat of, like I said, financial literacy, and it may it, it may it may be someone else. It may be someone else involved. It may be someone else. Like I said, I'm just now piecing it together. I'm just now piecing everything together. All I know right now is that I'm very good at marketing because mm. I haven't just did it myself. I haven't just did it for myself. I've did it for probably over about, I don't know, probably about a hundred people now. So it's like, it's not, you know, it's, I know it can be done. 
you know, and I know it can also be done to any business and explode any business by 10, 20, 30, 40, right? Because most businesses right now don't really know how to market their self right now. Like, honestly, they don't know how to market themselves. Most of my majority of my marketing comes uh, uh, is, is free only because it's through platforms like TikTok and Facebook Reels. And they're not taking advantage of those platforms. Right. Yeah. No, because like this is the thing. I think you mentioned TikTok and like this is one of those things where, OK, look, hey, you've got a fast number on TikTok. You've got like. One of your posts recently got like 500,000 like views on that. And like the whole thing is there, I think there's a bit of a misnomer about TikTok because many people, when you go TikTok and like, okay, if this was 2019, they'll be like, tick what? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's true though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 2020 is, I think, the like the breakout year for TikTok for like everyone on a global basis. But there's still, I would say the vast majority of people still look at TikTok more as a dancing and, you know what I mean, comedy app rather than something to yeah. be informative or like, yeah, to really sort of build a business on. And not unless if your name is Demilio or something like that, you know? Yeah, but see, that's what I mean. It's all on how you look at the platform. You got people that look at it as dancing. And, you know, it all depends on how you look at it. I could be that person that comes on a TikTok and says, hey, listen, I'm going to be a comedian on TikTok. It's been plenty of comedians that have blew up off TikTok and now they get paid for 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 stand up comedy mm-hmm. in actual places. But they started from TikTok. You get what I'm saying with that? Yeah. And then it's people it's people also when you come with dancing. Right. You got to look at all avenues. That's something that somebody wants to do. If I'm a dancer. Right. Or if I'm in the dancing industry, if I have a dancing studio, right? My local town shouldn't just know about my studio. How's my studio going to blow up? I can go to everybody I want to. Everybody can know me as much as But how is people going to know you across the world? Yeah, You want everybody coming from, from Kentucky. You want everybody coming from L.A. You want people coming from Arizona. You want people coming from everywhere. Your place is going to be booming simply because of the fact of small platforms that people negate like TikTok. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you if you if you look past it, then you you put you missing money on the table. You're missing a lot of money on the table. Uh, and that's just how I feel. Uh, you know, that's how I feel honestly when it comes to businesses in 2022 and going on. Yeah. Like with like with regards to businesses in 2022, and like you look, you are going like you are an ardent defender or like the likes of TikTok as seen it as mm-hmm. an avenue. Now, yeah, people might know like you and your personal brand, but how do you sort of draw people in from like a platform like TikTok over to like basically turn them from maybe a follower to like, you know what I mean, to either someone what follows you somewhere else or predominantly a customer? Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, how do I basically get the followers to turn into a sale? Uh, that's that's that that's simple. Because the first thing you have to do, and this is by content, is you have to get the people to know you, right? How do they get to know me? How do they know Kai? Right? How do they know Kai? Like I said, if I was a salesperson, 
I will release out all videos of me going to the door, talking to customers of everything I could, right? With that, with me putting out content, even if I wasn't blowing up, right? With me constantly putting out content each day, mm. right? People are starting to get to know me, right? People are seeing my face a lot, right? The next thing is getting them to like you, right? How do you get them to like you? You be yourself, right? You be yourself within the camera. So whatever industry you're in, relax and be yourself. You know, that's that's the best thing I can say is be yourself within the industry. Don't try to act like nobody else or, you you, you know, who you inspire by, act like you, you know. Uh, and the next thing after that is trust, building the trust. You build the trust is once they become a follower, they don't just automatically, the majority of people don't just automatically come by the stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. They become a follower first, right? And then when they become a follower and they constantly see my content, right? I'm building that trust with them. I'm building the trust with them. Until finally they go come past that video to where they're like, well, damn, I got to go ahead and get this book from Kai. I got to go ahead and get this course, Kai. I got to go ahead and do this, right? That's building that trust with them on knowing that I know what I'm talking about in this industry. The only how they're going to know that is if I put out my content on what I know. Yeah. I know. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, because like, this is the thing. I think with regards to the sort of realm of like, social media and everything like this, with how the different platforms operate and work, because you've got your TikTok, which is, hey, the new kid on the block, technically. Mm -hmm. You've been around for five years. Five years, maybe. Yeah, uh-huh. It just started popping. Yeah, it just started. Folks just started, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you've got your sort of more established sort of Facebook. And, yeah, Facebook, even though, like, you get a large following on Facebook, it seems like it's a platform which is more pay-to-play, uh, if you get what I mean. Uh, what I don't know mm -hmm. what your sort of running experience has been with it, but you've got, like, yeah. yeah Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. So with Facebook, uh, TikTok is supposed to do the same thing. So this is where I teach people, like, when you also are doing content, yeah, you can double it up. You know, don't leave money on the table because if you're producing content and you're providing value, it's going to be a lot of more people that want more value. Some people want to become experts just like you. Some people want to be able to get all the information to have it right then and there. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, okay. what, what was it? Can you ask that question one more time? Uh, pardon? What's Can you that? ask that question one more time? Uh, yeah, basically I was asking, yeah, about Facebook because it's more like, it's a platform that seems to be more pay to play rather than. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they were supposed to be doing the same thing. After you surpass TikTok 10,000 followers and then you pass, surpass, 100,000 views within a month span, mm -hmm. they start paying you for each video that you do, right? So if you notice, this is what I want most people to understand, that they take in TikTok as a joke, but you have to understand that these other companies that we see are staying relevant because of TikTok right now, okay. right? Facebook, Instagram, all these other platforms, YouTube, most people don't know that these people are copying TikTok to be stay relevant because a lot of users are going to TikTok and it's taking away a lot of time. And the most important thing to these people 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, on all these social media platforms is watch time. How long is people on these platforms, right? How long is somebody scrolling through and on this platform? This was what we want, you know? Uh, so that's what, that's they whole goal, you know? But when it comes to watch time, I would say this. When it comes to watch time, no, I don't want to say that. I mean, I'll say that about watch time. Okay, so I, I just say this, okay? With, with, with Facebook, this is what Facebook does, okay? And they're all copying for a reason because they, they all have shorts right now. That's why I'm, I'm going to get that understanding first. They all have short clips, right? They all have short version clips. Yeah, no. Are you understand? So, so uh, TikTok is a short video platform, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube has shorts. They have turned themselves into a short video platform. Yeah. Facebook did not have reels. They have turned themselves into a short video platform. Right. Instagram. Like I can keep on going on. Like they're copying because if you don't move with the future, you're gonna get left behind. Mm-hmm. And if TikTok is blowing up, like it, it like like factual facts, you know what I mean? It's facts that a lot of users are going to it. So it's taken away from Facebook and all that. But what Facebook basically did is they basically said, hey, listen, we can't have people go off our platform and go to TikTok. We better get ready to start Reels. And you know what? To even motivate people even more to be on our platform, we're about to get ready to start paying creators to be able to create Reels. So that's what they did. And Instagram and Facebook started paying for Reels, right? So uh, that's what you're talking about when you say the the play to play thing, right? But uh, but with that, it, it it's it's it says play and it looks like all funds and games. But like I said, when you look at the numbers, then it doesn't become all funds and games. Ah, uh, no. Like when I like when I'm talking about when I say pay to play. Okay, with regards to like TikTok, right? Okay, mm-hmm. there is times where okay, you can like put up a TikTok mm-hmm. and you hear about people putting up their first TikTok and they get a million views. It's like yeah, all the intention in the world. Uh, like also possibly. yeah, possibly. Uh, when mm-hmm. you go like yeah, um, YouTube with their shorts, you can get a large amount of views. No, like everything organic. Okay. Now, yeah. with Facebook, like Facebook, I see it as a platform. You do not get as much organic reach at all uh, with it anymore. It used to be years ago, but now it's more like you need to pay for the advertising to get that sort of reach uh, as before. Mm-hmm. I, like you might have a different experience, but... It's yeah, so 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 I find it as what you just said. I find that as the older way of doing it. That's that's how like the 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 majority of people still market, which isn't bad because you have to market all avenues. You still have to do ads and everything like that. It's just like how much money can I spend? Less money on ads now that I have more organic reach going on because. That's what's really going on right now. More free organic reach more than ever right now because simply what you just said, somebody's able to post a TikTok video and have a million views within a day span, right? So that's, that's, that's crazy. That's a big reach alone. If somebody had a product, right? If I had a product or service to sell, imagine me getting a million views within one day to my business. Yeah. 
but like this is the thing they won't ne like when it comes that's tiktok but facebook mm -hmm. have you found you can get the same organic reach or that video that you saw that hit five hundred thousand on 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 tiktok hit yeah. six million on facebook six million on facebook yes it has facebook actually has a higher reach and they at Facebook, I have more, I have more people that sell and support. I have more customers that come from Facebook because right. I get that from my research and everything like that. Majority of my people come from it was TikTok at first, right. but now Facebook has, I don't know, you know what I mean? And it's, it's all organic. You know what I mean? It's all organic. Right. Like I pay for my uh, Facebook ads every now and then. Mm -hmm. which that's something I need to go and keep on boosting. It's just, I've been growing so much organically. It's crazy. Do you know, I didn't even grow with those type of numbers when I was putting out my ads. Uh, so like, really, like there is a couple of questions I'm definitely going to ask. Like, yeah. Okay. One, how did you build the following? Because like, this is the thing. Like there are many people out there like pushing, going out there and like, you know what I mean? If you watch a YouTube video and you hear like the, the classic lines of, oh, you got to have good content. Ah, oh, you got to have this, like, but they kind of, there is, how can I see? There is the secret ingredient missing from the recipe. Uh, what makes like, you know what I mean? Kentucky fried chicken, Kentucky fried chicken. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, would you be able to give us a little bit of insight Mm, into what I would say, I would say, I would say the main thing on that would be consistency. I hate to make it sound so simple, but regardless on where you started, because me personally, I started with my YouTube channel with uh, an iPhone eight. I started with an iPhone eight with my with my ring camera. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, as you start, you know, that's that's gonna be the whole main thing. Once you start and you start to be consistent, you post a day. You know what I mean on any platform. YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, you post a day and you be consistent with it. What's going to happen is, first of all, you have a chance of one of your videos going viral. And that one video you going viral, see, that's the big thing about building the audience that I'm realizing now, right? Mm. As I build my audience, that video that hit six mil on, 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 on uh, Facebook, it would have never had the capability to hit six mil if I had only had 100,000 followers. Right. So because I had, you know, had built that following base, some videos are now able to go viral instantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I just feel like the whole point is just to stay consistent on your videos and stay consistent on improving your videos. Stay consistent on thinking of ways of, OK, if I'm in an industry of mm, give me an industry, if I'm an industry of selling lemonade, right? On the side of the corner, I'm in the industry selling lemonade. I'm going to make a video every day of me, how I make the lemonades, where I get the lemons from. I'm going to show everything. You get what I mean? Because at the end of the day, consistency is what's going to get you where you need to be. That consistency is what's going to uh, uh, take you through exactly what I just got done saying. For people to know you, like you, and trust you. Right. And that's all throughout the world, you know, because that's just the capability that social media has right now. You know, we have the capability to be able to uh, for a million people to be able to know me within a day. 
and see me, right? With with within a really yeah, matter of seconds or days, you know, posts can go viral within a matter of seconds, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. No, I I hear you. I hear you. And like this, like this is the thing. It must have taken you a lot of hard work because you mentioned the figure of ten thousand followers on like to get some monetary compensation for TikTok, like. But like to sort of get to that number, must uh, like it takes hard yeah. work and dedication. Um, well, well, honestly, honestly, uh, that was during the period of time where I told you I had made the decision. Mm-hmm. That uh, hey, either I can do it myself, I can do, I can be another number of a part of the job, right? That was my whole goal. First, I said, well, I'm getting paid from two Airbnbs right now because that's when I had I had already had my second one. Then when I had moved to Texas, so I said I'm getting paid from two Airbnbs now, and it wasn't all that, you know what I mean? Profit wasn't all that to where, of course, I could just save a lot or or go spending a lot or anything like that. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, well, hey, at that point in time, nobody knew, but I was jumping house to house. I was jumping from my cousin house. I was jumping from uh, my cousin house, this girl house, to my car. I was having a lot going on when I came down to Texas because they had fired me. And I had I, I didn't have, uh, the only place I had was the Airbnb, you know, down here. And it was like, I didn't have my own home. So everything was in the trunk of my car, uh, all my, you know, clothes, toothbrush, everything had to be up in there just in case somebody ended up booking and they they at the place, you know. If they come to the place, that's when I would have to go to either my cousin's house, the girl house, or like I said, I've slept in my car a couple times now because, you know, it, it just is what it is. I'd rather make some money, you know what I mean, and be fine because I knew where I was headed. You know what I mean? I, I really knew where I was headed. They didn't bother me at all. Yeah. No, but, but- uh, but like this is the thing, like I hear you, and like this is like part of the whole sort of journey with like the realms of entrepreneurship, especially when like when you're in the beginnings. People don't realize how hard it can be, and like you know what I mean, like taking that on and going, oh yeah, I've got my Airbnb place, like and yeah, I'm having to bounce from my cousins to. Uh, a very generous young lady and to like yeah uh, to your car and people like think okay yeah you made that you made that cash easy bank and like you know what i mean you're making free like two and a half to three grand profit but you know you with that's why i report yeah with the airbnb you're like you're trying to put money aside to get a new one and then basically you've got to have that money in reserve just in case someone breaks something as well uh, you know which i gotta make sure i have it and then i gotta make sure you see even when I had those coming in, I had to make sure I can't spend the money. I can't spend the profit. Mm-hmm. I can't spend a profit. I was only at two Airbnbs. Like I got to figure out how to get to more Airbnbs. So I have to let this money stack up so I can go get another Airbnb. You know what I mean? That was my whole mindset. But I was like, okay, this was the main problem was the simple fact, Kai, you're not able to go get your own house right now. You're not able to go get your own house. Like you got two Airbnbs, but these two Airbnbs ain't gonna pay your house no. They ain't gonna pay your house rent and take care of everything else you need, right? So that was the main problem, and that's when I made the decision. You know, well after they had fired me and everything like that, I said, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm about to get rid of blow up of on everything that I'm doing right now. What I'm doing, I'm about to get rid of make it. I'm gonna make the videos creative as possible. I'm gonna get rid of to give value." Right. 
that was my whole thing of giving value on everything that I knew. You know what I mean? And I knew that once I surpassed TikTok to 10,000 followers, that I was going to be getting paid from TikTok. That was my whole plan. I was like, okay, well, maybe if I get paid from TikTok and I start blowing up from TikTok, then TikTok will be able to pay for my rent. Like, that was literally my, that was like, I was, I literally thought like, hey, listen, I can go that hard to where I post a lot of videos and get paid from the videos to pay my rent and still be able to invest with that money and everything I need to do. Yeah, that I, was that was that was my that was my mindset at first. Yeah, no, I yeah. have to ask real quick, like before uh -huh. I take you off, like yeah, does TikTok pay for your rent? No, TikTok doesn't pay for my rent now. Actually, <laughs> Facebook is what saved my life. <laughs> Facebook is what saved my life. Um, <laughs> I surpassed ten thousand followers. Once I surpassed, <laughs> I worked hard to get to ten thousand followers. I said, yes, I'm thinking I'm I apply for uh you know for everything and stuff like that didn't go through like they didn't start paying me and uh tiktok still haven't paid me the only thing that i get paid for is like tips throughout my video if you uh -huh. go through a video on um uh tiktok you're able to get a feature to tip me right so those are the only things I, I i get paid from from tiktok but facebook is what really like saved me you know what i mean because that that's what boosted me to be able to do what i needed to do because facebook once Soon as I passed 10,000 followers, I said it had to be God. <laughs> Soon as I passed 10,000 followers on TikTok, probably about like five days, six days later, I'm talking about I'm I'm in my worst mode because simple fact, I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna have to go to a roofing company and I'm gonna have to sell. You know, uh my Airbnbs are doing good right now, but I still need money to be able to get my own house and mm -hmm. be able to invest. So uh yeah, at that point, I was like man i'm 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 almost done but then facebook ended up sending me an invitation and they were like you know uh we have a reels play uh program and now we are paying creators and you know that was a major major step for me that was a major step for me uh facebook because man within a within the month span within a month span Facebook had paid me more than my job had ever, or my career as an inspector had paid me within a month span. Thank God. I had, I, I had with Facebook, I had made $18,000 my first month with Facebook going throughout the, uh, going throughout, uh, I would say my prime, where a lot of my videos were shooting off and going viral. So I was like, uh, this can't be real. You know, it, it, it couldn't have been real until it hit my account. You know what I mean? Like, and they send me an invoice and everything, and I'm like, ain't no way. This ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, so, yeah. yeah, 18 grand? Look, come on now. That That is that's no joke. Yeah, that's major. That's why I said that is major for Facebook to be able to uh, do that. Mm. And like I said, I think that they're doing it simply to take people off platforms like TikTok, you know, but it's not going to work, but, you know, it is. Right. So, uh, right. Damn. Looks like I need to get into the business of Facebook, people. It's not going to tell me. Zuck, send me a check. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But, like, this is the thing. Like, I, uh, so is sort of Facebook, like, now your sort of 
keystone for now. Sort of bridge like it is know. a stream of income. So now I use Facebook to be able to send bets. That's what I actually wanted in reality. That's uh-huh. I use Facebook to be able to pay my bills, and I use them to be able to invest. So now I'm getting YouTube on board. Now I'm trying, now I'm trying to get YouTube on board. All these platforms are going to be used for investing. Majority of my platforms are going to be, all the streams are going to be used for investing because as I'm investing, I'm not doing nothing but still talking about everything I'm learning that I'm getting invested into. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everything I say is going to be factual. I'm not going, I'm not going to say anything that's going to blemish my image at all. I feel like, you know what I mean? Or my company image, anything like that. Come on, so, uh, uh, come on, say something yeah. controversial. Come on, come on, Kia. <laughs> come on, yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, say something controversial. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I, I'm loving that. And like, this is the thing, because here's the thing. Look, many people hit with event. okay, here's 18K. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm making it rain. It's like, yeah. It'll be make it rain in this shop, make it rain in that shop, make it rain in that <laughs> shop. And I, like, you know what I mean? And like, this is the thing. Tomorrow comes and like, you know, that 18 grand, like it could be a one-off oh, yeah. oil, and it's gone. Or like they go, yeah, the next 18K, I'm going to make it rain over this shop, make it rain in this shop. Cut. Exactly. But when you like going, yes, I'm investing it to get multiple streams of income, like, how many like is there a magic number of how many streams you want to have or is it a case of you're just trying to work that out at this present time i think right now of i don't know i'm i might end up creating the most most created streams of income ever i feel like because i feel like i'm a i feel like right now with the game of social media right now, I'm, uh, I feel like I'm taking over the my realm of social media that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so right now, right now, I'll put it like this. Right now, I have four streams of income. Mm-hmm. And majority of those incomes, uh, well, yeah, three, three of those incomes come from social media, yeah. social media alone. So uh, my whole goal is, hey, if I if I'm able to get YouTube on board and if I'm able to get uh, uh, TikTok on board, then I'm making money from all these platforms. Right. That's five streams of income right there. So I feel mm-hmm. like these streams of income going to give me way more money to be able to invest into real estate, be able to invest into crypto, anything, any industry or avenue I want to be able to go into. You know, it's, it's all going to be on me. You know what I mean? And what I want, what I want to end up going into. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but, hear you. Be careful yeah. with that crypto. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just naming different yeah, avenues. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, that's just something I'm studying. You know what I mean? In, in business, I can't leave nothing out. I just feel like I can't leave nothing out unresearched or, or not knowing about it. Because if yeah. I miss out on it, then I'm like, you know, so, uh, yeah. Ah, no interesting yeah because like this is the thing like there are going to be people like going yes have you watched the news and seen like the sort of business reports like saying a recession's on its way and stuff like this now are you like when you hear if you have heard stuff like this or you like hear stuff like this like what would you say to like anyone who goes yes recession have you got a plan in place if that does come to be 
Uh, I think I have the most perfect plan for of recession. The reason why is because when majority of people, I I don't want to wish that anything like that, but but when when COVID happened, majority of people went home. Right, people were in their homes. Everybody that were in their homes were streaming. They were streaming people like me and you trying to get knowledge, trying to know something, whether it was negative information or whether it was positive information. They were streaming and they were streaming like ever trying to uh, get information, see what's going on on the Internet. Right. Especially if you are talking about the topic, what's going on with the world. Right. At Mm -hmm. that time. And we're having a big recession. Imagine somebody like me. This is what I tell people. You're recession proof as long as you got your social medias, because guess what? Right now, if I need to speak to my whole with this recession, with this recession going on, I can speak to steal my crowd about what's bad going on uh, with me, mm-hmm. how they can help their self. Yeah. And not doing what I'm doing right now or how they can better the situation. If I can't if I can't personally uh, better the situation, I'm going to get somebody on. Like if we had something like this, a Zoom, mm-hmm. if you were somebody that knew about real estate and I didn't fully knew about it. Okay, cool. I'm about to get, to get you on here. You know, you know, hands down everything about real estate. I'm about to, to get you on here. You know what I mean? So uh, that's what I feel like. That's that's just what I feel like about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. It seems like, yes, you like, I, I'll soon have company on the podcast game uh, in a big way. Mm, I see something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but recession proof, like I said, it's, it's just everybody, everybody is always going to tune into the social media, especially when we're at home, especially when we're trapped at home. Yeah. That was probably the most watched time ever of people being on their phones, laptops, anything, right? So you're definitely going to be recession proof if anything like this happens, right? I might not be recession proof when it comes to Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I may not. But Airbnb is just one category. When I build my personal brand, which is me, right? I can go in any avenue I want to. I can leave Airbnb and I can go into crypto and start talking about crypto if I want to. If I'm, you know, if I really do my research, like I said, I wouldn't go on a topic that I wouldn't know about. But I'm just saying, if I end up leaving Airbnb because a recession hit Airbnb and I went on to crypto, I can do that because I have built my personal brand, right? And uh, if a recession is happening and money is going down and money is not arguable, for example, if a recession happens and uh, paper cash is not available or you can't go get money out the bank accounts or anything mm-hmm. like that, right? First of all, everybody of my audience is going to be waiting on a video on what's exactly going on and what can benefit them, what they can do in this situation because they look up to me. Yeah. And and the only reason, that, and it's bad to say, the only reason why they look up to me, the only reason why they look up to me is because of my following base, Right. My following base kind of symbols a seniority, like in, in a job or something, like you've been there for a long time. I hate to say that, but like I said, it's just how the world is now. Some people will go buy from a, 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 a person from the Internet that has a high following base rather than going in a retail store and buying from somebody. Okay. You know what I mean? Simply off the sole base of that they have a, a digital presence. That's why they call it digital presence. 
Mm. Yeah, like this is the thing. Like I've got to say, yeah, I, I I can agree with you on that. Like basically the sort of personal relationship, what gets built over certain social media platforms uh, for anyone who's like watching someone on a regular basis, they get invested and they will buy from them over someone else. Hence the reason why you've got, like if you watch uh, like your Peter McKinnon's to Casey Neistat or anyone who's involved in technology like Marquez Brownlee or whatnot. Yeah. And they're like, they're not shilling for their pro- that product, but if they, from their advisement of saying, this is a good product, more people are yeah. going to go, you know what, I, I listen to you and I trust you, I'm going to buy it from you. But see, but see, even if I didn't have a product, right? Yeah. I'm taking it in terms of right now, even if I didn't have a product, right? Because the whole goal is not to just be able to get customers and be able to get them to buy the products with me because the products actually have value in them. Mm. But even if I didn't have a product, right, I'm still recession proof because the social medias are paying content creators, right? That's just how the world is right now. People are getting paid for being able to produce content. Yeah. And that's just how the world is going to be moving to because we're moving more to technology. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, well, they're paying you for the ability to retain like someone's attention and time on what, whichever platform that might be. And like this okay. is the thing uh, with regards to yourself and like the knowledge you're giving out, like it's a case of because you are very much like very close into the financial uh, sort mm-hmm. of like things. Uh, there was a couple of creators, one named Grant Stephan. Uh, you might know him, uh, yeah. uh, like uh, a Richard Fain. Uh, like basically, like uh, like he's also in the sort of financial seat set. A uh, guy named Meet Kevin, and there's another. Like there's a whole bunch. Yeah, you know I mean Meet Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I love, you know, me, Kevin is one person that inspired me to, uh, uh-huh. like, actually do videos, like, because he was uploading like crazy, and I seen his channel go from, like, I was at his channel when it was 100,000 subscribers, I came back, like, I think five months later, he had a million subscribers, I'm like, what? Yeah. And, like, and that was off him, and you know what happened? Yeah. You know what happened? I realized what happened, that's why I say I look at everything in a business term, right? See, this is why I say about the recession. He blew up during the recession. Me, Kevin blew up during the recession because he was reporting on the EIDL loans, the PPP loans, mm-hmm. what was going on inside the courts, what they were saying. Everybody wanted that information at the moment because everybody was inside the house and they wanted to know what was going on, right? He was that person that was reporting. Even if he didn't have a, a product for people to buy, first of all, people knew that he was in the real estate industry. So people that that open more doors up for him, you know, for people that are in real estate, they could just simply, hey, I want to deal with me, Kevin, let me call him about a deal or let me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of things that can tie into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just crazy you mentioned me, Kevin. <laughs> hey, hey, I have to pay attention to a lot of things out there in this world. I have to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't say I know a, a mastery of knowledge of everything, but yes, yeah. bit by bit. But like, yeah, I have to ask, like, what it like, what gives you your drive? What gives you like, you know, what I mean, that sort of like, okay, yes, the world needs to be conquered, and that it's going to be conquered by myself because, damn, loving the energy. Come on, uh, but you know, I just ask myself, you know, if if not me, you know who, you know, if 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 
I don't have the capability to do it. And everybody else is humans, you know, who, who has the capability to do it. So it's just like, you know, my my main drive, I feel like, honestly, right now, it's just to be able to build a, a massive empire and also have the one of the greatest uh, entrepreneurial careers of all time. And it be documented of how I'm doing right now. And uh, hopefully down the line of years, years and years from now, people can still be able to go through my content and it's still relevant even when I've passed uh, and be able to still go through my content and gain, you know what I mean? It's just the, the whole gist of creating a, a big movement of myself, like something that's mine. You know, yeah. and, and helping the world out also at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> huh? No, no. No, it's good. It's good. Because, like, this is the thing. Like, it's one of those things where, okay, when someone goes, yeah, I want to be a billionaire. And you go, oh, that's great. So what are you doing about it? yeah. Well, I just told you I want to be a millionaire. Is that okay? Uh, do you have an idea? Do, uh, do you have a product, service, um, like investment portfolio? Exactly, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. What plan do you have? None. But like this is the thing. You're, you have form, you're formulating a plan, and like the whole thing is you are executing on like many different levels like hey look <laughs> the so like social media thing making money off of that there are many other persons like oh yeah you'll see the videos time and time again make money off of social media uh and like my my automatic response is i i watch these videos and go or these ads which pop up and go if you're making so much money off of social media, why are you just trying to sell this course? <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like, no, but you like, yeah. you're making your cash here, but you're being smart with it by putting it forward for investments, like basically helping you live off of it, but looking out outside of that and pushing yourself to go beyond your comfort zone. Now, when like, this is one of the things which I'm curious about. Now, that kid who was a lifeguard, 18, wet behind the ears, literally, and like going from like going from doing the sales and stuff like this, and the adult you are now today, like businessman looking to like take on the world and like, yeah, set up your empire. Do you have contact with people you know? You may they may have not said it to your face, but said it most already behind your back. Uh, that kid's not going to make it or do like do anything with their life. Yeah. When you come by them and you go hi, what like is there being a notable change in their reaction or like about people around you or is it a case of you you never know you don't know? I just I just I just learned to. Uh... Uh, I feel like I learned to, I control my response on how I feel about somebody saying something about me. Yeah. And uh, I get more of it more than ever now that I've been on social media. I get so much bad comments. I get so many hateful comments and just, you don't know what you talk about, this and that. 
it's just so many bad comments. And if I were to take those comments and actually accept them, like I, I maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Or you know what I mean? If I if 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 I accepted what those people said about me, then I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at right now. So it's like, you know, you can say what you want about me. You can say, you know, uh, you're not supposed to be here. You're not going to grow. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to have the greatest uh, entrepreneurial career of all time. Mm-hmm. You can say all you want to, but at the end of the day, it's going to revolve on me. Like it's, it's up to me. It's not, it's not up to you. It's up to, and that's up to me. If I accept what you said about me, if you said that I'm not going to have the greatest uh, entrepreneurial career of all time. And I accepted that. And I said, Hey, and I started thinking the thoughts like, well, maybe, maybe I'm not the, maybe I can't have the greatest entrepreneurial career of all time because I was lacking in school or I didn't have this, or I don't know how to read that well, or this. I can name, I, I started going to a lot of reasons on why I couldn't be the greatest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have the greatest entrepreneurial career of all time. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's the most important thing uh, I, I that you control how you respond to you know, what people say about you. But that's right. Let me give you, let me give you uh, one piece of comfort and one piece of advice. Okay. Piece of, like, piece of advice. No, let's go with comfort first. Okay. If you're, if you have enough people like berating on talking negatively about you on social media, you are doing something right. <laughs> you are doing something without a doubt. The second piece, like the piece of advice I'll give you, yeah, don't read the comments because yes, I tried not to. <laughs> yes, like yeah, you're doing something right when they berate you, but don't read the comments. Just like oh yeah, yeah negative, thank you, but this like um yeah, but you must see I'm winning. Hence the reason why you little troll. You're giving me this grief right now. So yeah, yeah. you know, you're going in the right direction. And like yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean? It's a case of get those people around you, that team to help you lift you. Uh well, help lift you and help them rise to that next level. That's what I'd say to you, you know? Yeah, that's gonna be the main thing that I really honestly uh I, I want uh is to build a team and build a team that I'm honestly with for my whole life if I can, because mm. I, I want to find a team that's, that's, that's family. You know, I might have a whole company or I might have a whole uh, employee staff, a whole large employee staff, but ultimately I'm only close with seven people. You know what I mean? That I've started the company with, we've grown it throughout years. It's like a family. You know yeah. what I mean? You build that family relationship within the company. That, that would be my main goal within my lifespan when it comes to business is, is that definitely. Mm. Mm. Right now, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't feel like I have any, I don't have that many people that are on the same mind train that I'm on. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just very, it's just, you know, like this I is- talk about business all day and it's, it, it, it's, it's just not, it's not relatable to everybody. What I would simply say is this, like, yeah, like if you, like, you're not necessarily going to find that in amongst the peers you have 
immediately around you. It's just a case of, okay, if like to like, uh, okay, I'm going to start an Airbnb, do that. Great. Now I'm like in business with that. I'm going to start a second Airbnb. Right. But now I'm going to put out content every single day uh, to help promote my Airbnbs and like promote like different ideas of business to get to that sort of next level uh, for people. And they're like, that's the value I'm going to bring to the world. 95% of the people you have around you will either not be thinking that way or it's a case of like they have no interest in doing it and it's not it's not a negative throw at them whatsoever it's just a case of yeah I want to do my nine to five and like yeah I find comfort in doing that I want to like do like go down another form of business like I might be they might be doing car detailing but they don't want like they're just happy with the small group of customers they've got when you want to think on that sort of next level and then find people what fly on that level you've got to seek them out in like distant places because look when i like i mentioned meet kevin i mentioned grant stefan right and there's Mm -hmm. two other guys which do a podcast which called millennial money but they were all scattered all over the country and they had to find they found each other like because they were doing the same thing that same niche of like yeah youtube finance and that's how it got together did they know each other at the beginning did they grow up in the same area did they have the same crew of friends at the start no they came together over that way what i'll simply say to you is this be on the lookout on these different platforms for some like yeah those people who are coming up which like you like, oh yeah, I've seen this person once. Okay. Oh, I've seen them a couple of times and they're inspiring me to get fired up to do that. Reach out to them, get that, build that contact. And like, yeah, learn that way. Um, because like they're like Mr. Beast, uh, one of the world's biggest YouTubers, he goes like, yeah. he formed, like he got onto this Skype group, which basically they talked about YouTube 10 hours a day for like before they were making any money or became huge 10 hours a day, just talking about YouTube, talking about YouTube, talking about YouTube. And he goes like this, if he made a mistake, he has just made a mistake. But now if you've got 10 people making mistakes, you can learn from 10 people's mistakes when you make one instead of just making one and then learning, then having to go around that 10 yourself. So you, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to like, I'll say if you can like start finding people who are in a similar niche to you with regards to what you're doing and then bring them together and like, yeah, have like, have maybe weekly chats, have daily chats, just about like, yeah, just to help, give you that lift, give you that push. Yeah, you are right about that. Each and every day, it'll be, it'll work wonders for you. Because like the whole thing is, the game of entrepreneurship, truthfully, being a a leader and mentor, it's a solo game for many of the times. And that is a lonely position to be in at times. Because look, you've got, like if you've got an employee and you expect them to go at it as hard as you, go at it 
not unless they're a 50 50 partner that shit is not going to happen straight uh-huh. so you know what i mean like people who are like also pushing to strive to get to that next level you need to like try forming up a group and finding like yeah like you guys work on your own separate things but yeah to help inspire in, in like inspire push you and like you know what i mean take that inspiration to that next level for your business you know mm-hmm. to you and i think nah, I, I agree with that uh i'm actually going to an event on 27 through 28 uh somebody that really inspired me uh on social media he actually is in the same niche i'm in mm-hmm. but uh it's gonna be hard it's gonna be probably hard to get to him but I'm gonna make sure I get to them. It's a it's a real big event. It's a real big event. They supposed to have like Mike Tyson there, drink champs, yeah, a million dollars worth of game. Of uh, 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 the guy that I'm inspired by is Neo. Like I said, he he made a million dollars over. Cl- I don't know if you ever heard of ClickFunnels, but uh, yeah, he's made yeah yeah. So he's made a million dollars over ClickFunnels. You know what I mean? And me, I was about to get ready when I created my product. I was about to get ready to like turn down trying to learn how to use ClickFunnels. And because I was so, I had a big struggle on using ClickFunnels and trying to learn it was just so much. I'm like, dang, I got to place this right here. This, this, this is cold and it's just too much. And uh, I was about to get ready to quit. And I remember, like, I'm dead serious. I remember, I'm going to tell them when I see them. Like, I saw that video. I was scrolling past TikTok and I saw the video of him with his plaque. He had his uh, million dollar plaque. It was yep. a plaque that they give you when you uh, surpass a million, uh, a million sales within ClickFunnels. And I said, I can do this. You know, I, I, I'm so serious. I literally looked at that video and I said, I can do this. You know what I mean? So that, now I kind of get a feeling of how some people look at my video. And they, you know what I mean? Because hmm. I really, that video, that video helped me out a lot. Like uh, That one little piece, just seeing him with that plaque in his hand. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like what I'd say to you is this: if you can build a relationship or rapport with him, great. But you got to like, I'd say this to you: like at this event, talk to as many people as possible. Like people who are on the come up, especially, and like you know, what I mean, that's like that almost sort of be that next wave. That'll be the crew. Yeah, yeah, you know? uh, yeah. Because like, hey, he like he's made it he's gone there you know what i mean and he's most probably like rolling like on a different level and it's not a case of like you go oh that level is unattainable it's just a case of at this present time like to be able to eat at the same table as him you've got like you've got a lot of work to do to get to that table and like hey you know what (laughs) you might even surpass him uh, and like you know what I mean, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, and if you can do that, hey, more power to you, I say, because opportunity is out there. It comes down to how much you want to get it, and it like there is going to be lots of sacrifice along the way, like success, joy, and pain. And yeah, if you can have like people you can turn to to help inspire you. Build your team of people around you as well to like march to, like together as a unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Yeah, that's 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 what I ultimately want because uh, I want to eventually just literally 
See, the thing about, you know, Gary V. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know him. Yes. Yeah. So the thing about Gary V and uh, Brad, have you heard of Brad Lee? You know what? I must, I may have seen his videos, but I can't, like, yeah, I can't pick. Okay. Well, one more. You're probably, you heard of Grant Cardone, right? Though? Yeah, Grant I Cardone. know Grant Cardone. Yeah. Okay, okay. So all three of those people have something similar in common. They don't create content. They are the content, mm. right? They are the content. Like every their everyday life is just recorded, right? When they go, when 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 they're when they're sitting, they they have a whole day going on. You know what I mean? But little slights throughout that day is recorded. You get what mm. I mean? Of what they thinking, and then also they get a recording of them on stage when they talking to people, etc. It's like a whole timeline. If you literally go through all these people's names. They're li- they are the content. You know what I mean? Right now, I'll give you a good example. Right now, I'm creating content. Yeah. I'm creating, I'm not my own content. I'm creating content. How do how do you do this? How do you do that? I'm creating content, right? Uh they're not they're not creating content. That is a it's a big difference. Yeah, no, they're basically documentarians. Yeah, know. and, and yeah. they're 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 walking into the, you know, they had a team together. Yeah, but they're what they're just basically walking into the area and everything is getting done. You get what I mean? They're just flowing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. Uh, but when like when you're producing like sort of, like doing document like document content like that, it comes down to you you you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're Gary V. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need a team of people, a real big team of people just like firing it out. One, like yeah, one uh-huh. person can do that much work. It is impossible. Uh, yeah. uh, and if he goes, yeah, you can produce 10 pieces. It's like going, yeah, you can produce 10 pieces of content a day. But if you want it at a certain standard and level, you're not going to really have much time to do a lot else for. And you ain't going to enjoy doing that yourself either. No. (laughs) I'm doing like 10, 10 videos. That sounds dreadful. (laughs) It doesn't sound like the best, but like, yeah. Like, like, okay. Wow. Last question. Mm -hmm. Now I have to ask this now. You mentioned Neo, but like, okay, if you could sit down and have a day of someone's time to like give you advice and tips on like how to guide and grow your business, who would that be? That's a real good question. If I had to choose, honestly, that it it would probably have to be, it would probably have to be, it would probably have to be Grant Cardone. It would, out of all people, it would be Grand Cardone. It would be Grand Cardone. Mm-hmm. I, I only say it that way is because it's just, it's, it's just, it's. I don't know. I feel like it's another side. Uh, I'm just going to say what I got to say. I, I feel like, you know, 
with all these people, uh, Grant Cardone, you know, the people I just named out it, they are naturally talking about the same thing I'm talking about, right? They're naturally talking about blowing up businesses and, you know, growing in and taking it to the next level. Uh, I honestly wanted to say I, 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 I wouldn't sit down with, I wouldn't sit down personally with any of them unless it was like a, like an actual, unless it was like an actual business deal. But like for so far as consuming information of, I don't know. I've heard people that they have got information already from Grant Cardone. And it's more like, it's more of what can you really do when somebody's on the optimistic side, right? What can you really do when somebody's always on the optimistic side when you have a business at $400,000 and he's like, let me get it to 600,000 or 800,000, mm-hmm. you know, it's this that forever need to be better, you know? So I feel like, with Grant Cardone, he's going to tell me a lot. Now, the real estate industry, he can tell me a lot. Real estate industry, okay, so you know what? I'm just, I'm just saying that. I'm just keeping it that. I will, I will sit down with Grant Cardone because I feel like I would get the most information out of Grant Cardone. Okay, interesting. Yeah. No, no, I do find that interesting because, like, this is the thing. Like, for many of these guys, when you are, like, if you had, the possibility to sit down with a day and like if they had were charging consultancy like consultancy rates that could be anything from like one thousand dollars to like five thousand dollars and now see the question is what can you really get out of the hour though that you that you that you you can i mean i don't know i don't know i just take that in a different i take that in a different situation i, I would take it as see most people are trying to like fish after stuff like that uh-huh. fish after people like that but in reality when you build your value like i was talking about those type of people i feel like are going to end up gravitating towards you or i might just i might just see grant cardone out one day and he say hey i seen your content all over you know what i mean and then it's a different type of link with us you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's not me meeting with grant cardone just trying to get what 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 he has into his his head you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't. I can't fully explain it. You know what I mean? I would sit down with them. I wouldn't not take the chance not to sit down with them. No, basically, but, the way I see it, the way the vibe I'm getting from you, like rather than like yes, be like some doughy fanboy, like asking, yeah, Mister Condole, can you tell me what that I, this that the other? You would rather like be able to go. Grant Condone comes up to you and goes. Like, ah, Kai, I know you. Yes, I've seen your content. And like, come, like, you'd be somewhat of an equal to him because you've earned that spot. Well, not, not, not of equal. It's not technically being of equal to him because I could be, I could have a way less following than him or anything like that. It's not technically being less, you know, less of him or anything like that. It's just the simple fact that, okay. Me building my personal brand, me building my own personal brand. It's a very big difference between me building my personal brand and Grant Cardone coming up to me and saying, hey, listen, uh, I see that you have value. Let's Mm -hmm. work together. Let's do something. Let's plan an event. Let's do something together. 
versus somebody that actually just need something from him. You know what I mean? Like, yes, people pay for his time. People pay for an hour within an hour, right? Yeah. Within an hour, he goes over everything that they that they have problems with, and he tells them, hey, you need to do this, 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 and that. You get what I mean? Yeah. I so, so I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not, I feel like I can't fully explain right now on here, but it's just like, no. <clears throat> It's not it's not that whole thing of being equal. You know what I mean? It's not that whole thing because the whole social media base doesn't have to uh do off of it. It's just strictly off my value alone, right? Mm-hmm. Greg Cardone has built that value to where people has to pay for his time and come pay for his time, right? So not just anybody can just call. I haven't earned the fact to call Grant Cardone right now and say, Hey, listen, can you sit down with me and have a lunch dinner with me? Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not shaming what I did anything right now. But it's just like, okay, how can I be? This is how more people I feel like to look in the world. How can I be more valuable to them? And and ultimately, it's gonna come back to you. You know what I mean? I tell people all the time, uh, you 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 solve a major problem if you help Walt Disney solve a billion dollar problem. Why wouldn't he pay you a million dollars? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, uh, in that situation, that's just, that's, that's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. But I would definitely sit down with Grant Cardone. And... Okay. This is my absolute final question. What is one thing you're grateful for? I'm grateful for everything. I can't even just name one thing. I honestly can't name one thing. I'm grateful for everything. I thank God every day that uh, that I was able to get through everything that I was able to get through, and I'm still here. I'm not struggling, not worried about anything besides what I'm focused on, and I'm just I'm 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 just grateful. I'm grateful I'm alive, and I'm just able to just I don't know, man. I don't, I, I feel like I'm I'm part of a movement, you know what I mean? So I just you know I'm just glad to be able to be a part of something. And be out in this world, be a part of something, not have the, all the worries out in this world, and to have what I feel like I've asked God for before. You know what I mean? Is to be able to give me passive streams of income to where I can be at this position I am now. You know, so and yeah, I'm just grateful for a lot, man. I'm grateful for a lot. I hear you. Cool, cool. Ah, uh, Kai. I got to say thank you for coming on today. You have been outstanding. Ah, outstanding. Simple. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, can you tell the lovely people out there how they can reach you, how they can get in contact with you on the interwebs? Yes. Uh, so if you guys want to reach me, you can reach me on my social media uh, on either my YouTube at my name. Of All my social media is pretty much is going to be my name, uh, at Kai Gibson. Uh, and if you guys want to further contact me on all those social medias, uh, I also have a link in my bio where you guys can further uh, contact me more one-on-one. But uh, that's that's pretty much it. That is pretty much it, man. I appreciate you. Wow. appreciate you having me on here. I appreciate you having me <laughs> on. See, 
good internet, good conversation. Hey. Yeah, it's always smooth. We didn't have no problem. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, and I'd like to say thank you to you, my friends, my life warriors out there today for sticking with us to the end of this conversation. Please stay safe, stay well, be awesome, be excellent, be fantastic. Be all the positive bees you can be in this world and then some. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. Mm -hmm. Peace. Oh, yeah. And we.